0: October Business Month is proudly supporting small territory businesses with a month-long program of events featuring an impressive lineup of keynote speakers. This year there are also webinars, podcasts and new series to ensure as many business people can learn new skills from OBM events. View the
1: full program and book your tickets today at obm.nt.gov.au Hi and welcome to the October Business Month podcast. I'm your host David Kaye from Territory FM and today I'm speaking with Steve Baxter who's heading up to the Territory to be on the against side for the OBM Great Debate in Darwin and Alice Springs on October 3rd. Steve Baxter is an entrepreneur, he's a tech investor and has appeared as a shark on Channel 10's Shark Tank Australia. Born and raised in regional Queensland, he left school at 15 years years old to join the army as a technician. At 23, he put his life savings of $11,000 on the line to start his first business, S.E. Net, which was later acquired by Osmail in 2001. He then started P.I.P.E. Networks, which was later sold to TPG for $373 million. Steve is now an early-stage tech investor through his investment company, Transition Level Investments. Welcome, Steve, and thank you for taking this time to chat with us today.
0: Thanks very much, David. Uh, Thanks for having me on, and I'm looking forward to getting up uh, up to Alice in Darwin. It'll be great.
1: Firstly, Steve, for the listeners who aren't familiar with you, uh, can you give us a brief rundown of your background and how you started out in business and what current projects you're working on today.
0: Yeah, look, no problems at all. Uh, I suppose my business journey started in 1994. Uh, At that time, I was actually a uh, a full-time serving soldier in Adelaide, down in South Australia. I started a dial-up internet service provider uh, back when I was probably the 20th or 30th service provider in the country. And a few years later, there was about 1,000 of us. So it was quite a growth industry. I sold that business in uh, 2000, moved back to Brisbane, uh, caught up with an old schoolmate, and we started a business together called Pipe Networks, which is a wholesale provider of telecoms. Um, we ended up listing that company on the Australian Stock Exchange in 2005 for 40 cents. Sold that in 2010 for at six dollars 30. So it was a pretty good outcome for shareholders. And then um, in uh, in the meantime, also worked with Google in California for a year. Uh, and then when I came back from that. Uh, set off on the the journey of being an investor in 2010 2011 you know eight years later that's scary to say here we are now
1: now you're coming up here to be on the against team for the obm great debate it's going to be an interesting discussion on the multi-generational workforce of today which uh, we know you're very passionate about what can the audience expect from your argument and do you have any interesting points to get the audience thinking before the debate
0: well, I'm not your typical soft and fluffy boss, you might say. So I started in business actually in the late 1994, um, and you know, for people who from from my era, I suppose you recall, you know, we were sort of three or four years out of the recession. We had to have out of quite high interest rates, quite high unemployment, employment, the employment being a marketplace. You know, as a boss, you could somewhat set your own rules. So uh, in general, I'd say the workplace is a lot more compliant. Thought that was good. That was just a factor of the market. Uh, Advance had a long in time, and as I was in business, you know, you grow to understand, you grow out of all of those immature attitudes to, to staff, and, and you understand that well, you know, you, you have to actually treat people well to, to retain them and, and to get the best outcomes, and, and just to be a, a decent human, to be honest. So um, everything's a market, things come and go, but it, it's turned around to the point now where I suppose that you know, there's a workforce uh, available in the market who has exceptionally different experiences in life. They've They've never experienced it hard. They don't probably quite understand um, some of the things that the the older members of the workforce have gone through, and and that's leading to definitely cultural issues. So I'm not your soft and fluffy boss. My first job was a regular soldier, and that that comes with a certain amount of uh, baggage, you might say. That comes with a certain amount of expectation, um, and I I, I carry that through. So I've got some fairly strong opinions to to make a, a short story long.
1: What advice do you give young entrepreneurs about the No Overnight Success hashtag?
0: Yeah, look, um, there's lots of overnight successes. They just take 10 years. So that's probably the, um, my experience with that is my first business was uh, about set, almost seven years and the second was the best part of 10 years. So uh, it's very rare that you can do this in, in less than five. Um, so you have to be prepared for a long haul. You have to have uh, grit and determination. You have to be prepared to see it through myself as an investor, we look at people who who, um, we believe can actually undertake that journey. Not that they're prepared for it when they start, but we we believe they can undertake that journey because uh, business is exceptionally rewarding. You know, you can do a lot of good for yourself, for your family, for your community, for your country when you get it right. It's a lot of hard work. It's very difficult. If it wasn't difficult, everybody would do it. Um, so yes, definitely, No, there's no such thing as overnight success.
1: Steve, what would your top three tips for businesses in the NT, especially in the remote areas, um, and what can they do today to move their business forward? I spent a large part
0: of last year um, touring regional Queensland as as Queensland's chief entrepreneur. So I spoke to a lot of people in in rural, excuse me, regional parts of Queensland. I was born in Cloncurry, grew up in Emerald and Rockhampton in central Queensland. I saw that the challenges that that happened out there and that the challenges are around services, around community, around um, finding staff, um, retaining staff. I'm very aware of the challenges. So far as advice, you know, I, I get a lot of lot of pride and a lot of a lot of joy talking to uh, entrepreneurs out there, and a lot of you know a lot of farming, agriculture-based people um, in in various forms of agriculture. And and they, you know, what impressed the devil out of me was just how they knew where every last cent on the enterprise was going. They they seem to do that at a level that the city folk don't. And I think that's driven from necessity. You have to know where you have to know where the money's spent. So. Uh, And I wish that more people in in other businesses outside those areas would do that. So, you know, a a focus on business fundamentals is probably where I'm going here. You have to know uh, exactly how your money gets spent, how much cash you have, uh, how your revenue is earned, you know, what your product costs to deliver. There's a lot of really basic stuff there and and, and, so I'll probably break it down to business fundamentals. Regardless of where you are, um, you need to know those business fundamentals and if you're operating in an area that's harder to do business in than a city. Then you, you know, doubly uh, important. You know those business fundamentals.
1: And what do you think the one or two most important elements are when starting a business that all entrepreneurs should focus on?
0: Oh, David, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of silver bullet questions. Even when you ask me for two silver bullets, um, one of the hardest things about starting a business is starting a business. The decision to go from zero to one is exceptionally hard. Uh, so things get a little bit easier, um, but every day in business you'll have a new challenge. If you don't like challenges, don't get in the business. You know, go back and just get a job with somebody. But the, the important things are um, businesses without sales die. You, you have to be able to sell. Uh, a lot of people get into business because they're a, a very good technician and, and they see an opportunity to, to I suppose, utilise their ability in their trade to actually start a business. The reality is, though, if you can't sell the product and then you can't collect the money and then you can't employ people, et etc., et cetera, then you're in trouble. Once again, business fundamentals. And the biggest fundamental is selling. Have a business and you're not selling, you're a charity.
1: Now here's a big one for you. When Steve Baxter is looking to invest in a startup, what are the main things that interest you as an investor? Um, it's people.
0: Um, so the main thing that interests us, is, uh, myself as an investor, in our team is, is, is the people. I suppose that we. It, it's no overnight success. To, for we were well, speaking a, a few points ago, and that's 100% true. Now, if we're going to sit there every month across the board table with you and, and help you and understand your business and see what's going on, if we don't like you or we don't think that you can actually do what you say you're going to do, then that, that's a bad thing. So we have to fundamentally believe in the team that's pitching to us. We, and, you know, we have to believe in their skills. We have to believe in their, in their business and ethical makeup. Um, and then we start looking at, okay, so what's, what, what market are you in? What's the size of the market? You know, what are you doing to address it? What are the unit economics? And the idea in some respects, we're like, yeah, you know, a smart team won't pursue a dumb idea. But, you know, if a market's big enough and that the problem is dire enough for people to actually pay you to have it solved then that's pretty cool. That's a good start. So for us, it's about, it starts with people.
1: Well, you heard that here first. Steve Baxter will invest into the person. And thank you so much for coming in to chat with us today. We can't wait to hear more about your thoughts on the multi-generational workforce at The Great Debate in both Darwin and Alice Springs. And if people would like to find you, Steve, on social media, how do they go about it? My website is stevebaxter.net.au. Um, I'm Stephen Baxter with a...
0: V E N. So Steve, back to V E N on on Facebook. So uh, Facebook's probably the place
1: to find me. Well, once again, Steve, thank you so much. If you want to weigh in on the question, are millennials the best generation in the workforce? Catch Steve in action. Check out the OBM Great Debate on the 3rd of October in the morning in Alice Springs and the evening in Darwin. October Business Month is proudly supporting small territory businesses with a
0: month-long program of events. Featuring an impressive lineup of keynote speakers, this year there are also webinars, podcasts and new series to ensure as many business people can learn new skills from OBM events. View the full program and book your tickets today at obm.nt.gov.au.